Buff Nation! Let's go. Welcome into DMVR Buffs Prime Time. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour 36 p.m. every single day. Jake and RK here on this gloomy, ugly day, man. Crazy. All I'm thinking about is uh, golf courses are going to be nice and green when the sun comes back. There you go. Also, like I said yesterday, suns are scared to show their face exactly. in Denver right now. Yep. Good omen for tonight, yes. hopefully. Uh, we've got some interesting stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk about the latest athletic article. The chat is uh, Later on. Yeah, you guys are going off already. Also, if you're in there, hit it with a thumbs up. We've got more comments than thumbs up. How is that possible? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, we're going to talk about Travis Hunter. We got some recruiting updates, but we start today. Montana Lamonius Craig. Uh, Alyssa, I'm sorry I didn't tell you before the show, but I sent you a tweet um, on Slack. There's a video that came out on Shador Sanders' YouTube page, I believe, yesterday or two days ago. Uh, Shador's, you know, getting his hair done, but uh, Montana's there chilling. Yep. And yep. uh, it's graduation today, so congratulations to all those out there, first yes, off. Yes, huge congratulations to all the gra- graduates. Special shout-out uh, to Allie's little brother, Nick Monroy, who is, uh, who is graduating today. Also, that reminds me, there's been some confusion. Um, and I understand the confusion because Allie has produced this show before. Yes. And Allie <laughs> seems like it would be an understandable shortening of Alyssa. Uh-huh. But Allie and Alyssa... Two, different Two very different people. Yes. <laughs> uh, Alyssa, the full-time producer of this show. Uh-huh. Allie, uh, the VP of operations here uh, at All City. Um, and also Alyssa is the head of production yes. at DNVR. So Alyssa, Allie, two, two different people. Glad you cleared that up for <laughs> But also reasons. congratulations <laughs> to Allie's little brother, Nick, for, for graduating today. And congratulations to Montana Lamonius Craig, who is back in Boulder, uh, graduated today. I don't know if that means he could be committing soon, but uh, if you want to show the clip, Alyssa, reunion? So, like, when you decide what school you're going to, you know it's still a chance to come back. For real? I don't, that don't sound too bad, man. That don't sound too bad. Mm. But you know. So, like, when you decide what school you're going to, <laughs> you know it's still a chance to come back. That's good, Alyssa. For real? I don't, that don't sound too bad. Don't sound too bad. Man, that, if that doesn't feel like a, like a setting up of what's to come, I don't know what, what would. Um, yeah, he also, I mean, it's longer in the actual video on YouTube. He talked for about three minutes. He also said uh, a few weeks is when he wants to make his decision. He's not really in a rush. Um, he's relying on Shador, Bucky, you know, the friends that he made at Colorado when Coach Prime got there to kind of help him through this decision. But uh, the door is open, it seems. Yes. Yes. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. Um, you know, it's like, to me... I've always been pretty good at moving on after breakups. Um, it's just like a switch for me. Yeah. Like, all right, it's over. Move on. Time, time, time for something new. And that's kind of where I'm at here. But <laughs> it's hard to just ignore the fact that Montana and Shador really clicked. 
and he had a big game in the spring game, even though it was definitely inflated by a blown coverage. And Montana is a good player. I think he was ranked, what, the number two player in the transfer portal once yeah. he entered. So I'm like, I've already moved on. I've already let go. But I certainly wouldn't be mad if he came back. Right. So it's a weird place to be. Yeah, we obviously saw what he's capable of doing on the field, but um, and he's he's the big thing for me is I already know he's clutch. Right, makes big plays in big moments. Yep, he's done it for years. Yep. Um, but do you think that how the rest of his teammates who have been at Colorado were kind of dismissed? Does that factor in maybe to his decision? Not after seeing that clip. I don't think he's thinking about that at all. Yeah, I. I th- when I see that clip, and again, I'm reading between the lines a lot here, which is kind of what you have to do in a show that's in the off season where it's mostly speculation. I got the feeling that he has tested the waters around and not exactly loved what he's seen. He went to Auburn, which was one of, if not his, his best offer, yes. Yes. So it, the vibes didn't feel right, or it didn't look as exciting as... Maybe he thought it would, or maybe the NIL money hasn't exactly cropped up the way that he thought that would. Something isn't... Maybe the death chart. Yeah, something isn't popping off the page to him. Um, and I saw Lauren say, like, take feelings out of it. He's wide receiver four or five. I don't really necessarily know about that. I don't know how this wide receiver room is going to shake out. Um, to me... He's certainly more cut out for the X than mm-hmm. a lot of the guys that they've brought in. Not all of them, right. but a lot of them. So the X wide receiver competition is going to be less crowded than the rest of the wide receiver competition. You know, I think Xavier Weaver probably factors in as an X. Um, I don't know how to feel about the J- is it Jalen Ellis um, out uh, of Baylor. Yes, yes. I- is he really 6'3"? Um, if so, then he probably factors into that, but he's also more of a deep threat. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Wide receiver four or five is playing on this team, even if that's the case. Oh, yeah. The big thing I keep coming back to is just the relationship with Shador. Yes. Like, that matters to me. That counts for something to me almost unconditionally. Like, if you told me, like, there's a spot on the roster and one of Shador's best friends is available, take away all the names. I'm saying, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, bring them in. A few things. Um, People keep on bringing up the talent that's coming in. But I feel like you guys are maybe overlooking the chemistry that Montana yes, and Shador built. That's what I'm talking about. Here. Yeah. Like, that matters a lot. That's why we thought Shane Hooks might be coming. Yep. Because that's, like, an easy just plug and play. They've already played together. They already kind of know where each other is, what they're thinking, where uh, Shane's going to be on the field. And I'm sure it's probably the same degree, maybe not as much as Shane Hooks, but with uh, Montana, just that familiarity and also the point on wide receiver four and five, that turns into wide receiver three and four really quick because your best receiver plays both ways. Yeah. And again, people are kind of saying, like, like Gerald says, why is this guy so special? I don't get it. I, no one here is saying he is. Like, he's a solid player, which is what we've said all along about yes. Montana. Um, his stats did not blow us away last year. He's a, he's just a good good player. Yeah. Like, uh, no one... I, I'm not saying I, I we need him back. We should lay out the red carpet. Yeah. You know, call up the collective and see what we can do. Like that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying if my options are you can have him or you can not have him and I just get to pick, I'm definitely picking have him. But I don't I'm not gonna be upset 
if he ends up going to Auburn. For sure. Or anywhere else for that matter. I think, like, I'm taking a very clear whatever stance right. on this. No, you are. Um, also, I mean, we're counting on, you know, the two four-star freshmen. Go ahead. And let me add this. If Coach Prime says, hell no, you don't get to enter the transfer portal and come back here. There it is. <laughs> I'm on board. Yep. Um, but was- I, I felt like Shadur was kind of... You give him the side eye there. Well, I just felt like he was kind of telling him, like, that's actually not what's happening here. Yeah. Like, if you want to come back, there's a spot for you. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if Shador has the uh, power to say that or if he's consulted Coach Prime before saying something like that. But, yeah, all of that stands. It, it, if they don't want him, if they don't want got to, to open that door of, like, you, if you're good, you can enter the portal and then come back, um, I totally understand. Uh, but if they say, "Hey, look, we've got a we've got a spot for a wide receiver, and you know it hasn't been as fruitful out on the trail as you thought it would be," come on back. Then I'm in on that too. Right. I mean, we're relying on these four star kids to come in who are true freshmen. Xavier Weaver hasn't been on campus yet. I mean, I get that there's talent coming in, but I mean, there's a spot for Montana, and I don't think that I think we can uh, like stop pretending that there isn't a spot for Montana on this team. Yeah. Um, next tweet, Alyssa, is from Travis Hunter, your wide receiver one, uh, Buff Nation's wide receiver 11th one. wide receiver in the country or something? Yep, according to according Big Game Boomer. Big Game Boomer. Um, he's going to be playing uh, at a higher or heavier weight, I guess. Yeah, this is interesting. And well, let's just play the clip. Yep. Lift a little bit, get back to one. What I was, I need to get to 190. I was 185, right? Mm-hmm. Need to get to 190. By the time it's time to go back to school, play at 195, 190. I'm in there. Lift a little bit, get back to one. What I was, I need to get to 190. I was 185, right? Mm-hmm. That's good, Alyssa. Get to so at 185, wants to get to 190, wants to hit the season at 195. What does that mean, Ryan? How tall is Travis? 6'1"? I can get it official for you in just a second. I think you're right, though. Dude, him at 195 is a specimen. (laughs) We already know he's an athletic menace, but that that's a that's big for his frame. Six one, six one, one ninety five. That's like that is wide receiver size, Uh, and, and that's what I take away from this conversation. Is like he wants to you know, bulk up a little bit to take some more hits. Yeah. Um, it, it, I don't know honestly how to feel about it. It's actually mind boggling to me that w- we're even talking about 195 with him. Like I didn't necessarily know that <laughs> it that really was is crazy. possible for his frame. Yeah. He entered or at least exited Jackson state around 165, 170. We talked about how a few weeks ago, or it was after the spring game when him and Shador were talking, he's looking bigger and way uh, bigger. Yeah, absolutely way bigger. He's been working. But 195, I mean, that's almost like ready to just go play in the NFL. Well, right. And and the the only thing I worry about here, and I don't, it's not a worry because I know no one will know their body better than Travis himself, is like, do you lose anything by gaining weight? Right. Uh, and if he feels like the answer is no, like I feel just as fast, I feel just as, you know, uh, agile, mm-hmm. I just feel stronger sign me up you know and, and he'll know and, and the funny thing for him or the the good thing for him is if he gets up to 195 and says okay this is a little bit too much he, he could probably drop down to 185 in a week mm-hmm. 
Um, it's intriguing though, man. And uh, for all the people who are hating on Travis Hunter for being stick thin, 165, watch out. Well, just look at a clip of him from four months ago and now, mm-hmm. and you'll say, okay, that that guy's definitely not wire thin. Right. And he's what 19, almost 20. He's gonna be like. He's able to put on weight pretty easily at this point in his life. Absolutely. I mean, he and he's he is quite literally built different. He really is. Like you can't compare him to average people in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and that's why I, I'm I have full trust in whatever he feels right at, um, because like he might just be so athletic, so explosive, so you know. Um, built for it that he can be at 195 and still fly mm-hmm. and change direction and do all of that stuff and just be stronger and tougher to guard and tougher to get off the press and all that stuff uh he loves saying he looked like the best receiver out there in his last video that his last video was about training at wide receiver again um i didn't watch it uh i still need to catch up on some youtube but he's uh he's coming man shout out to shador's number two the tomato-based, rich, thick, sweet, molasses-style barbecue sauce with tangy vinegar and fiery heat finishes with a subtle smoky note. Um, it's great on everything, guys. Uh, chicken, I mm. mean, what? Uh, Sorry, I have to interrupt you because ahead. I just looked something up, and I was very curious, and I had a, uh, a thought. What do you think one Deion Sanders played at? Oh, 195 maybe? S- on Wikipedia, which, you know, uh-huh. 6'1", 198. Yep. No coincidence. No coincidence whatsoever. <laughs> uh, but Shador's number two goes great on everything. Uh, wings, Cuban sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can also get your own bottle of Shador's number two at plbse.com. Make sure you use the code ALLCITY, all caps, all one word, at checkout for 10% off your order, Shador's number two. Then shout out to FOCO, the leading manufacturer of sports and merchandise the product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items. Uh, Foco's great for gifts. Uh, the Nuggets are on a heater right now. They've got island-themed stuff for the buffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if you want to get out of rainy Colorado and find some sunshine. Foco's yeah, got you covered. won't last long. It won't. Um, it will last a few days, though, actually. Which is so rare. <laughs> I know. It is crazy. So rare in Colorado. Um, but Foco's got the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. They have your back for Colorado sport or always has your back for Colorado sports. Um, get the best gear around by using the link in our description for all non-presale items. Use the promo code DMVR for 10% off. All right, Ryan, are you fired up, man? I am. You ready to get more fired I'm ready up? ready to call out some bullshit. Let's do it. So David Ubin of The Athletic. Which, like, let me just start here. <laughs> Earmuffs if there's any kids out there. How many fucking exposés are we going to write on transfers in Colorado? I literally last night I was planning the show and I was like, huh, we haven't had a kind of a hit piece yet on Colorado this week. Sure enough, I wake up and there it is. I mean, we're just do every single national college football writer is going to write the same story with a slightly different angle. Yeah, I guess so. Well, we got the high school coaches angle now. The article's titled How Deion Sanders' Colorado Roster Redo is Landing with High School Coaches in Recruiting. Um, so they talked to coaches in Texas, Florida, and Colorado. 
a really wide ranging and variety of opinions on what's going on or what's happened here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start here. This is with uh, McKinney High School coach Marcus Shavers. That's in Texas. Um, he said Dion is going to be able to do things that most coaches are not able to do and get away with saying things that most coaches may not be able to say and survive because he's prime. His way of doing it is unique, but it's provoking change. They've done a good job of making Colorado a sought-after place. Okay, so check that one in the good column. Good column right there. Texas. Um, Good. Okay. Now we go to the reaction in Colorado. Hmm. Wait, let's go to Florida first. All right, let's go to Florida first. Um, So this is still Texas and Florida, so this is still just outside. This is Reginald Samples, the coach at Texas Powerhouse Duncanville, where Colin okay. Simmons goes to school. He said he's not breaking any rules. He's improving his roster. He's improving his chances to win. He's doing it according to NCAA rules. Who am I to question? Check in the good column from the state of Texas from a powerhouse. Okay. Okay. Um, from Marvin Frazier, who was promoted to head coach in January at Lakeland, Florida, mm-hmm. coached Cormani McLean. He said... It'll go both ways. There will be a prospect or two who rubs it who it rubs the wrong way, but there will be some guys who prefer that and want that upfront communication. He continued further down. There will be guys who will use it on the recruiting trail. Um, talking about, I think, um, the Cormani McLean's recruitment and just kind of how weird that really kind of was. Whatever. Um, but he says this is who Dion is. He stays true to himself and he believes that this is his formula. He's proven he can attract kids. A Colorado offer is a big deal now to these kids. It was nothing last year. It's a big deal now. That goes to show how great a job he's done. He also said it's a matter of time before Sanders has the Buffaloes among the 10 best programs in the sport. Florida, check in the good column. Um, He continued. He had some interesting quotes. He said, it's nothing against Colorado, but if Dion had gone to USF, it would have been a, uh, would have been a big deal. Kids would have wanted to go to USF. So until someone proves he can't get the job done or it's a fraud, it's going to be a hot topic. Somebody's going to have to get out there and prove it isn't real or it's a facade. But until then, Coach Sanders is doing a heck of a job. I'm proud of him and excited for him. Okay. Obviously a little Florida bias there, which is understandable. Uh, This is from... Do we still want Texas and everyone else? All right. So this is from Lake Belton coach Brian Cope. Uh, he coaches two top ten prospects in Texas. Doesn't I don't see where it says what high school, but anyways, I think you're going to see this being the trend more. You'll have a group that's your developmental group, your high school kids, and your portal group. The mix of kids coming in. Uh, he continues. It won't be full NFL where each year is different, but that's where it's headed. Okay. Um. I guess that's in the good column. He just gets it. Yep. Uh, this is from. Sorry. Coach Fulton. I just want to see where he's from, but they kind of jump around here. Um, Anyways, he says if he wins five games, he should be coach of the year in the NCAA from what he's inherited. People are excited about what he's doing, but some of those kids are pretty good players that have since entered the portal. I don't know how you rebuild that roster, the roster that quick. Maybe it can't be done in one year. Well, it's been done in like less than one month. Yeah. Um, Who else do we got? All right, let's go to the Colorado ones. All right, Colorado. An interesting change in tone here. This is from Brett McGatlin, coach at Valor Christian in Littleton. 
He said, if I had my son and he was being recruited there, it would be hard to send him to see you because I don't want them to have that experience. To me, it would be a little scary. Talking about how the kids were kicked out. Maybe your kid should be a baller and that won't happen. It's one solution. Um, this is from Mike Vrana, coach at Vista Ridge in Colorado Springs. Colorado has been down so long you knew something drastic had to happen, but I don't think anyone envisioned this would happen. We're going to wait and see. If it works, he'll be a genius. If it doesn't work, he's probably not going to be there long. Vrana was... He coached Jalen Sami. Okay. Um, who else said stuff? So this is from Jeff Fulton, coach at Fossil Ridge in Fort Collins. Um, Gage Ginther mm-hmm. was a guy who was a target at Colorado. That's where he went to school. He was coached by uh, Coach Fulton. Ended up going to Tennessee... Um, in this article, it's revealed that Ginther had a desire to play in the SEC, which is why he committed to Tennessee. Um, anyways, Coach Fulton said, if this is the way he's going to do business, what message does that send to future Buffalo's recruits out there? How does that play out with a kid who is a current sophomore in high school? Is he leery of going to Boulder now because he might be told, there's the door. If you win, nobody cares. The proof is in the pudding. But if I'm a dad of a recruit, I would worry about how my son would be treated. dion has got a plan. But when you send your kid to college, you trust the coaching staff to take care of your most prized possession. But you, do you want to, is there more or can I go? Um, there's just, it's just stuff on the amount of power five players in Colorado and how it's not really great. There were 16 last year. So what we're saying, first of all, these Colorado coaches need to get over themselves. <laughs> like, honestly, if we're being completely honest here. There might be one or two players out of the state of Colorado every year who the Buffs quote-unquote need, and I even put that in air quotes because they really don't need them. Right. Want for sure. There's going to be a couple really good players coming out of Colorado every year. Would we love to see them suit up in black and gold? Yes, we would. Do they need them? No. But this whole idea of like, well, if it was my son, I might be a little worried about (laughs) sending him there because what's going to happen? If he can't play, he can't play. And he's going to be given an honest description of why he's not playing and why he might be better off somewhere else. What are you just? Do you just want your kid to be able to go to school and be coddled for four years and not play? Is that what the goal is here? Because it's not like they're just running everyone out of town who they like. They're just telling guys, hey, look, you're probably not going to play here. Yeah. So it's probably best for you to go into the portal. Like this isn't some four-year daycare. Or you send your kid there and, you know, they get coddled and taken care of and patted on the back and given fucking orange slices after every practice <laughs> in Capri Suns. This is fo- we're talking about football here. Yeah. If you can cut it, you're going to play and, you, and all that stuff is going to be great. And if you can't, you're going to be told go somewhere else because you have a better chance of playing there. Like what is hard to understand about this? Um, Darius is checking in. What's up, Darius? He says same thing will happen to them in the league. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's a reality. It's different in the league. You get sent home. Where, yes. And you better hope you get a job. Well, and they mentioned that in this article. Look at the guys who left Colorado, and it's literally like seven players have committed to Power 5 schools. And one was Jordan Tyson. That was yesterday, or two days ago. Out of what? 70? So they have it at the very top here. They counted all the players that have left from last year's roster. 71 of Colorado's 84 scholarship players from last year are gone. 17 graduated. So, so ten percent were power five caliber players. Maybe, yeah, maybe power five caliber transfers. 
That's for sure. Mm-hmm. We'll see how much they play. Um, with the <laughs> Colorado prospects, um, so I mentioned 16 Power 5 players have signed from the state of Colorado. The Buffs only got one. That was Hank Zelinskis. Um, but, I mean, this is like this is a good year for Power 5 talent in Colorado. 16, that's the most since 2019 when they had 15. Um, totals going back to 2018, 10, 13, 12, 15, and 8. Yep. Yep. And like I said, Blake Perch is probably the only one that I was like, damn, yeah. they, they should really go get this guy. Like, there, there's one or two guys every year that you can watch the tape and be like, oh, this guy would ball in Texas high school football. This guy would ball in Florida high school football. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you can – there's – the way that Coach Prime is building this and his pipelines with Texas and Florida will be, I mean, exponentially more fruitful than Vista Ridge High School in Colorado Springs. Exponentially. So if these, you know, Colorado coaches want to start clutching pearls over the fact – that you know their best player in the last 10 years who was a contributor on a one-win team didn't get a golden ticket to come along for the ride like so be it go ahead yeah we'll be all right i mean this could all just be flipped on its head in i don't know 8 months the buffs win 5 games program or the trajectory of the program's looking up i mean who's going to care at that point about what happened in April. Right. And in the end, what's really happening here is Colorado is becoming cool again in Colorado. Mm-hmm. I told the story, you know, uh, shortly after Coach Prime was hired where I was like sitting down at Pete's Diner and there's a table full of high school kids from East over there. They spent the whole time talking about the buffs. Mm-hmm. They're like, dude, Coach Prime, you see Travis Hunter, Shador. Like, yeah. they were, and I was like, man, I have not seen this in maybe ever in my life, except for when it was me, because I never stopped talking about the buffs when I was in high school, even when they sucked. Um, But like the kids, if they think it's cool to come to Colorado, are going to come whether or not, you know, their Karen ass head coach doesn't want them to or not. (laughs) It's a good point. Did you get it all out? I think so. All right. (laughs) Uh, Moving on. We've got a slight recruiting update. Um, unfortunately, more on the negative side here. Four-star Edge Emmanuel Koye narrowed his recruitment down to three schools. Um, he attended the NFL Academy in England, yep. had the link with Kofi Taylor Barracks. CU's not in there. Texas Tech, USC, Tennessee. All right. I saw Kofi quote tweet it. He was sad. Yep. Um, so we'll see. There's still time, but... Not a good sign. Um, Kylan Ooh, Fox. Scoop from Darius in the comments. Shiloh will drop a commitment video soon, Let's actually. Let's go. We were trying to get him to uh, to come on the show <laughs> live, like the decision, and announces where he's going. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shiloh's illegal Pete's mention in the well-off video. Right at the very end, too. Let's go. It's literally right before the video cuts. Had illegal Pete's back-to-back days. I aspire to be uh, just <laughs> like you. <laughs> Kylan Fox. Okay. Uh, we felt pretty good about him at a certain point, but he is going to be visiting Florida State, and on three uh, filed a prediction that he will be a Seminole. Mm. Well, Seminoles eventually grow up to be Buffaloes. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Never count out Coach Prime. 
Um, on the good side, though, we've got three offers to talk about. Colorado's offer, 2026 wide receiver Xavier Owens. He's out of Mission Hills, California at Bishop Alemany High School. Alemany? A-L-E-M-A-N-Y? Alemany? Alemany? Alemany. 6'1", 150, no rankings or stars yet. Has also been offered by Michigan State, San Diego State. What? Alyssa got called Alley again. Oh. <laughs> and Tennessee. Um, Blaine Bradford has been offered a 2026 safety out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Ooh, another big comment from Darius. Let's go, Darius. Got the reach the people sign uh, seal of approval on illegal Pete. Love it. What's your order, Darius? Yeah, drop the order. Uh, Blaine Bradford is a 6'1", 185-pound safety out of Catholic High School in Baton Rouge. No stars, no rankings. But... Colorado's in there, Arkansas's in there, Florida State, LSU, Tennessee, Penn State, Texas A&M. You can see where that's trending. Colorado offers 2026 athlete Alan Blaylock, 5'11", 165, also out of Mission Hills, California at Bishop Alemany High School, 5'11", 165. No rankings, no stars. Um, yet. yet. Colorado, Tennessee, Michigan State. Darius going nachos. Reverse nachos? Got to go reverse nachos. Trust me on this. <laughs> um, also, I'm going to be publishing the tr Prime Tracker 2.0 today. Let's go. Any uh, tidbits that you want to uh, drop? We're tracking offers now. <laughs> oh, that's going to be thick. It's very long. <laughs> awesome. It's very long. Um, but stand by. That'll be published at some point today on the DMVR.com. And then uh, final thing that we really have here, DraftKings, our favorite sports book, put out some team over-unders for college oh, football. Oh, okay. Here we go. Um, while I pull it up, I can tell you the buffs are at three. Wow. You know, I have – I've actually been decent. Yes, revert – wait, really quick. Tell Reverse them. nachos. <laughs> They'll know what you're talking about. The way – that it works is it's like it's kind of like a life hack because you get a you you can put whatever you want in it so like for me i'll go reverse nachos rice uh chicken and then you get two scoops of queso in the bowl then you can put like salsa or whatever else you want on there you could even put in beans like you would a burrito bowl fajita veggies whatever and then you get your chips on the side so now it's like just like ultimate chips and queso you don't have to worry about the chips getting soggy and you know, you've basically got a burrito bowl with double scoop of queso for the same price. I have no idea what the chat is going off about. What happened, Alyssa? I think they were copying because you were going to do the over-unders. Oh. No, no, that can't be it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what I we said. We must have said something. <laughs> um, All right, anyways. But anyways, there you go, Darius. There's a, That's what you got to do. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, we, we missed it. We missed, the, the time We're is out passed. of the joke. We're out of the joke. Um, anyways, over under three. You smashing that over? Yeah. So I was gonna say I've actually done decent in my life uh, betting on Colorado football because I've known I've had good feelings when they were gonna win and they were like plus five hundred to do so. So you end up breaking even on the season when mm -hmm. you hit the good the win as long as you don't you know bet on them to beat USC or something stupid. Right. Um, in the past. 
this year I feel like might be the year that I just become rich. Hopefully. Like I'm I'm literally going to set aside a budget for the 21 and a half against TCU, the three win total, and just like hammer those lines. Mm-hmm. It's funny. There was a guy last year who turned out to be very right, who did a whole TikTok series. I don't know how he made a whole series out of this because he wasn't really doing <laughs> much. He made a whole TikTok series about how he was betting $100 a day on TCU to beat Colorado or to cover against Colorado. Uh-huh. And it started as like a seven and a half point spread. And then I think ended up at 17 and a half. Right. And he's just like, I'm, no matter what the line is, each day I'm putting $100 on it. And he won wow. every single one of his bets. And he did it throughout the entire summer. Um, so he made a lot of money. Um, I might have to do that, <laughs> reverse it on him this year. It's karma. Uh, they told me what I said. When I was talking about the offers, I said it was real long. Come on. <laughs> Um, California. You're lucky Neely wasn't here. The Golden Bears. (laughs) The lowly Golden Bears Uh who Colorado beat last year. Yes. Do you want to know where their win total set at? Oh, my God. It's going to be something dumb. Four and a half. How? That's insane. We have to take advantage of this before they figure out what's happening. Um, I'm trying to find Stanford real quick because they were god-awful last year. And they're also at three with uh, plus 100 on the over. This is insane. There is a chance. So three is a push, I guess, if it's sitting at three. There is a chance that you could have this in the bag in the first three weeks. Mm-hmm. And there actually have been a couple years where CU did that. Um, there was a year where it was set at four and a half and they started five and oh. Then they lost the rest of their games, but we're not talking about that part. Um, <laughs> this is a this is an op- this is a legit opportunity, a legit betting opportunity. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, Arizona and Arizona State both at five. Arizona for the over is minus one twenty. Arizona State for the over five is plus one twenty. I'm just cons- I'm confused why the book would set it here. I because like to me, it, there's a lot of unknown. But I think they're taking on a lot of risk by letting this number come out so low. Like, if I were them, I would almost not put out a number. Right. People are going to just want to bet the over. There's the sixth most bet on team to win the national championship. At plus 20,000? 25. You know what's funny is I looked it up. You know what TCU was at this time last year? Plus 25,000? Plus 20,000. Interesting. And they were coming off a five-win season the year before. And they probably attacked the portal as aggressively as anyone not named usc so and they didn't really have a quarterback coming into the season too. like i've always said i don't think anyone is deluding themselves into believing colorado's winning the national championship this year that being said i understand why there's there's a lot of people betting on it just because it's like okay if you're picking a long shot to be the tcu of this year who would it be also by the way tcu lost by 60 points in the national championship (laughs) But they got there, which was very impressive. You probably had a hell of a buyout opportunity if you had that ticket going into the oh, final. Oh, yeah. Did you see Brandon Staley, what he said about TCU after the draft? Yes, dude. Said that Quentin Johnson was the best player on the field against Georgia. Why Like, why are you <laughs> lying, bro? Everyone watched that game. It's not like you're talking about some low-level like Division two matchup where like, oh, yeah, they opened the season – against Tennessee 
and this dude went for like 130 yards right. and like you can make this like silly claim. No, everyone watched that game. One reception for three yards. What the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. I hate Brandon Staley. <laughs> oh, I love him. I hope he never leaves. <laughs> well, okay, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> I just, uh, he like had a couple good quotes his first season on the job about yep. like analytics, analytics and, and shit. shit. <laughs> yes. And then everyone was like, wow, this guy, he might be the next Kyle Shanahan. Oh, Twitter know. fell in love with him instantly. Yeah, I was like, okay, you guys can go ahead and uh, pound that drum all you want. TCU is set at seven and a half. Who else do you want to know? That's a big drop for them, by the way. Yep. You SC nine and a half. Nebraska. Nebraska. Six. Interesting. Uh, the over is minus one twenty. You can get plus money, plus a hundred on the under. By the yeah. way, if I was in charge of the sports book, I would have set Colorado probably at six. I think I probably would have gone five and a half right at that bowl eligibility mark. I mean, I guess six doesn't matter. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. It's like, like neither either side of that wouldn't surprise anyone. Right. If if Colorado wins two games, that it, that is going to be a shock to most people. Mm -hmm. uh, who else do you it's want? It's not happening. Who else they do have Colorado want? State? Uh, I'm sure they do. Oh, they don't. Mm, tough. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oregon is at. All right. Uh, nine and a half with plus 100 at over nine and a half. I'll take the under on that. Oregon State at USC? eight. USC was at nine and a half. UCLA is at eight and a half with plus 110 on the over. I like the under there, too. Washington is nine with plus one ten, also on the over nine. I think nine's the right number for them. Washington State six and a half. Oh wait, we do have G five lines. Colorado State four and a half. What they had one last year also? No, they won a few. Did they? Yeah. Okay. Um, they went three. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. They're, all I know is they're, that air raid offense was trash. One, two, three, four wins. Oh, wow. Good for them. They beat New Mexico State, Nevada, Middle or, uh Not Middle Tennessee. Maybe it's, less, it's three. Okay. I don't know. Whatever I pulled up was not helping. <laughs> <laughs> Any other lines before we get to questions? I don't think so. We're good. Shout out to our friends over at Shady Rays. It's not a very Shady Rays day out here in Denver, but maybe it is wherever you are watching because we know Bless people you. are watching all over the country, all over the world. Um, Shady Rays, yes, the independent sunglasses company who offers a world-class product. Every pair is backed by their lost and broken replacement program. You can shop their entire collection online or at the Park Meadows Mall exclusively for our listeners. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code DMVR. You can get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses so that you can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Um, say you bought your Shady Rays and you know, you're protected from the sun, but another driver on the road did not buy their Shady Rays mm. and they get blinded and they mm. wreck your car. Who do you call? You need to sue, smash the two. 
Backus and Shanker, who have been helping Colorado families win for over 25 years. They've got more than 30 lawyers, over 100 people on staff. They've won over $1 billion for their clients. And you can speak to them for free. No fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. And no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. They help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks, and can even help if you're injured at work. Smash that Shador line, 222-2222, to find out if you have a case today for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. On the Nuggets show, they said that was the uh, Suns uh, offense because they just only shoot the mid-range, <laughs> two, 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 two. Oh, that's awesome. I'm feeling good about tonight, though. Dude, I feel I was really anxious going into the last two road games. Yeah. And I don't feel that way tonight. I think the boys are going to take care of business. Yeah. Adam had a good point, too. It'd just be nice to get this one just to prove that you can kind of win these big games on the road, too. Yeah, this point for sure. Yeah, this is, that's like a statement like we're, we're for real. I mean, they are the, the favorites right now to win the NBA title. Right. Um, how many bets on that do you have? <laughs> Just one. No, I actually have two. That's right. I took one back in like November as well. Yeah, so I took one before the season started, and then I hammered it before the players playoffs started. What'd you get it at? What's your best value? <sighs> I'm only plus eight hundred. I think. I, what sticks out to me is plus nine fifty. I'll double check though. All right. Um, what do you guys want to talk about? Alfredi, what's up? Uh, Jake and RK, who would you pick first on your football team? Jimmy Horn, Xavier Weaver, MLC, Jordan Tyson. Um, don't need him. Don't need him. Uh, I would pick Jimmy Horn first. Yes, for sure. That speed is on another level. And I just feel like he's also a good route runner. Yep. So I have plus 900. That was the one I got right before the playoffs. The one that I got on October 18th uh, was plus 1,800. Wow. Great job. Yeah. Um, do you guys think we'll get that Buchanan commit soon? I don't know. Who's that? Uh, the kid that visited for Purdue cornerback. Oh, right. right, um, right. I want to say his dad was Philip Buchanan. I think oh. he was, his dad was an NFL player. Okay. We figured that out. Um, I don't know, man. Chris, I love that you guys are promoting Shador's barbecue sauce. Any update on when he will join the show? Maybe have to go to him, but that would be great. Uh, we would go uh, to the ends of the earth. Yes. Shador wants to be on the show. Hopefully soon. Yep. Hey, Angela, what's up? A lot of coaches and media people ignore what Coach Prime does outside of football with players. Coach Prime had his coaches sitting up, setting up LLCs to protect their money. He's a smart guy. Ray Buchanan. Um, Ray Buchanan. Uh, the, all of the media has no idea what, about Coach Prime. Like, for real. You know, there's a couple gems out there who have followed closely enough or maybe have a personal relationship to know what Coach Prime's really about. But so many people out there are just lazy and they don't know anything about him and they just think, oh, he's just this brash, self-centered guy and they just have no clue. And it tells me they've never watched one video from Reach the People or Well Off or Neely or, you know, the pregame show. Like, all it takes is one to see him behind the scenes just being himself. And you're like, oh, wow, this guy is special. Right. Well, it's not, it doesn't even go, like, 
that I mean you could go further back. For sure. This guy hasn't like done anything that warrants the amount of criticism he gets. It's literally just pure hate and people trying to like bring him down. For sure. And someone said uh in the comments, like people will hate even if they win a bowl game. One hundred percent. Exactly. People will say, Wow, Colorado thought they were gonna uh, win the national championship and they only won seven games. Yep. I mean, they've been moving the goalposts since December with oh, Coach Prime. And with every win, the goalposts will exactly. move a little further back. Yep. And then just wait till next offseason. Like, yep. if he doesn't get the best player in, in the class, it's like, oh, he can't recruit, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Like, it, yep. it's always something. Next question. Let's get to 350 likes. Smash that like button. Miko, did y'all see Neely's video today talking about Coach Prime holding on to scholarships for May 30th? And over 200 players coming for that day. Wow. Um, I didn't see Neely's video today, but um, it's going to be... Are you? Do you want to go to the camp with me? Sure. I'm going to have to go. Sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Because this is going to be I, not your usual football camp. <laughs> you give me the opportunity to watch guys play football, I'll be in. Let's do it. Um, the last camp I went to, it's a long, long time ago, uh, was where uh, the Buffs and I discovered Steven Montez mm. because he was like he was playing in El Paso um, and no one had heard of him. And I got to this camp, dude, and I was like, this guy is ripping it. And he ended up being a buff. That's the thing. One about of the those... better quarterbacks in the last 20 years. Not a high bar to clear, but right. But that's the thing about those camps, man, is it's not hard to find the standouts there. Well, and, you know, Neely talking about him saving scholarships. If there's going to be 200 players there and you even 1% of them you want, you know, there's two guys. Mm-hmm. If it's 3%, we're talking about six guys, you know, yeah. like the, all it takes is a couple to stand out out of 200 yeah. for it to be, you know, fruitful. It's going to be fun. From Mario on MLC, would it be would it set a bad precedent to let him come back that it's okay to test the portal? I don't think so, man. I think it's all case by case basis sometimes with these guys in the portal. Yeah, I mean it depends. It depends on how Coach Prime feels about it. And and I would understand either side of it. Um if he wants to tell guys like when you enter the portal, that is a final decision. I totally get it. Because you don't want to be kind of in a position where everyone just feels like, oh, I can just enter the portal, see what the number is out there, come back, do whatever I want. Like, you want guys to show commitment. But at the same time, if Coach Brown has the approach of, well, if he wasn't from Colorado, if he didn't transfer out of Colorado and he was just in the portal, would we want him? If the answer is yes, then we want him back. Mm-hmm. I understand that too. Like, in the end, it's all about what are, is it? Are we talking long? Does he want to play the long game or does he want to play the short game? It's right. totally up to him. Um, next one from K. Which Pac-12 games besides USC are y'all looking forward to the most? ASU. Yes, ASU. Looking forward to Utah. So I joined. Uh, I didn't join the stream. I I tuned in to the ASU stream the other day <laughs> after the Jordan Tyson. Yeah. Play, and just you know wrote in the chat like, hey, we we're we're wishing the best for Jordan. Eleven games a year or whatever. Um, and the two co-hosts were like, Totri, why don't you tell RK what you think of uh, of his coach? And he did not have the uh, cojones. He didn't say, say it? it. No. Oh, no. He was very, it was very uh, watered down. He's like, you know, great player, one of the best corners of all oh, time. Of course, of just, course. Just not sure if he's that good as a coach yet. I was like, yeah, that's soft. 
Uh, we'll get Totri's true thoughts uh, when when we go down there and we yep. confront him in person. Yep. We we have to make some sort of bet on the game. Like, oh yeah, loser has to come on the winner's post game show and <laughs> say something. That would be amazing. We'll figure that out. Tons of time. Uh, Jay, what's up? What are some non conference games y'all would like to see in the future? Great question. Awesome question. So we definitely need to renew the Nebraska series. Absolutely. Um, Obviously, you've got this year and next year. I would love to get that back on as soon as possible. I know they schedule these things out like 10 years in advance, which is so dumb. Uh, basketball teams do it the year of. See, you literally scheduled Iona like last week. Why would we not do that in football too? I don't know. Um, I'd be cool. So like, I think that we've been too aggressive in our non-conference schedule recently. Um, I would like to soften it up a little okay. bit. Um, so, like, I don't want to go just too many, like, oh, yeah, bring back Michigan. Like, that's a cool kind of old-school rivalry, yeah. which I'm in on. Notre Dame, another one that I think would be cool to renew, yeah. like Florida back-to-back State, Orange yeah. Bowls against Notre Dame. Um, Florida State would be an awesome one. Um, really getting anyone in Florida on the schedule would be a positive for this team, yep. uh, so long as Coach Prime is here, um, or really just any time, but definitely when Coach Prime is here. Mm-hmm. But I'd also just, like, um, like to have like uh, some some low tier schools on there as well, and not Colorado schools. Right. I don't like that. First of all, number one rule: never again in the history of the program schedule Air Force. Yeah. I never want to see Air Force ever again, ever, 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 ever. And it's not because I'm like they're some powerhouse. It's because you have to dedicate like an hour a day for your entire training camp to defending one team. If you want to have any chance to defend that triple option, it's a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. And it's, it's honestly just dumb to schedule them because you're just putting yourself in a position where you have to spend time on defending an offense that you would never otherwise think about for one second. It's a good point. Uh, someone said Mizzou. Mizzou is on the schedule well into the future, I believe. I feel like Northwestern's on there too. Um, North Dakota State. Okay, yep, I know that. Um, I can't remember who else. Florida's on their way down the line. K State's down there. What's crazy is I remember when they scheduled these four games against Nebraska, mm-hmm. and I just remember thinking like, "Oh my God, that is so far away!" <laughs> and I can't believe we're already up to the second to last of those four. This games. is are you talking like back in like 2011 when they yeah. left the pack or the Big 12? Yeah, and then like maybe 2014 is when they were like, "Okay, we're gonna play in 2018, 2019, and then 23, 24." And I was like, "That, that'll never happen." Yeah. <laughs> Um, like I'm lucky. I'll be lucky to be around. Right. People are throwing <laughs> out Jackson State. I don't think that would happen. Um, who are some other like Florida schools, not like SEC caliber? Like, would you would like you want to do FAU? Yeah. Sure. With um, Tom Herman there now. Yeah. Uh, FIU. Yep. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of just like cool schools. That aren't great. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Know. Yeah, me too. Or just like cool cities to travel to if you did a home and home with them. Um, it'd be cool to kind of go, I guess, northeast. Maybe. I guess early in the season, yeah, it won't be too bad. Yeah. I don't All know. Right. Establish footprints in other places. Of the I country. would love to do anything in the south. 
Yes. So like, give me like Georgia Southern or something like that could be really cool. USF, UCF would be fun. Hawaii, someone says. Georgia Tech, that's a good one. No Hawaii. No. Not if it's a home and home. Yeah. Take Hawaii at home all day. Oh, yeah. But that's another one that's just like you're putting yourself in a bad situation having to travel all the way to the islands for a game. And see you. So there's a, um, a clause that if you play Hawaii, you get an extra game at home. Right. That's like th- that's how bad that trip is. Yeah. They had to incentivize it to say, OK, you can get seven home games or an extra home game if you play Hawaii on the road. And see, you did it one year. And this, the game kicked off at 11 p.m. local time, first game of the season, on the island, raucous crowd, and of course they lost. Yeah. Like, it's just, why would you put yourself in that situation? And the answer is for a couple bucks. Right. Yep. Yeah, no, don't don't schedule uh, Hawaii. Don't schedule Air Force. Just be smart with the scheduling. Even SMU. like Northern Colorado. So like we did that a couple of years ago. We beat yeah. them like 28 to 7 or I think it's 35 to 7. I don't even want that. I don't want Colorado schools because they have an extra chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, sure. We still beat their ass and we'll beat Colorado State too. But don't give them like just play Memphis. Some random school from nowhere. At least some, once. I saw someone say Maryland. That would be a good one too, I think. That could be cool. I've been to that stadium. Have you? It's really lame atmosphere really (laughs) yeah they like beat the shit out of minnesota and it still was just Mm. lame someone says bama elfredi uh starting on the 15th the players will be coming to see you will you update as they arrive um yeah we can try for sure i mean i'm sure we'll see a lot on yeah well off reach people show. John says, just join the pod. You got the pennant. Yeah. Enjoy. Y'all do an awesome job. Thank you, John. We got to find a place for it back here. Um, as I told uh, people before this show, I'm not touching any Nuggets pennants, mm-hmm. not messing with any Nuggets juju for right now. So maybe uh, maybe after the Nuggets win the chip, then we can consider you know, making some changes back there. For now, it looks beautiful on the front of the set. Yep. It'll find a home soon. Thank you, John. Um, what's up, Alpine Sports Garage? Arcane Jake, hobbies outside of talking sports. Go ahead. Few and far between for me. Yeah, I mean, same here. Um, I enjoy playing video games. I like music. Um, that's about it, really. Definitely num- number one hobby for me is playing golf. Golf um, too, yeah. And... I also enjoy playing Madden. I can't even say video games because I really only play one. I don't even know if mine is video games anymore. I just hop on there just to talk to my friends and then just do work stuff the whole time. Really? (laughs) You're just like on live? Well, in the Discord, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, Man, I I enjoy going to concerts for sure. Yep. Traveling when it's possible. Don't get to do that much, but... Golf is a uh, golf takes up most of my hobby budget, time mm-hmm. and money wise. Yep. Yep. Just going to the range is one of my favorite things too. I'm also back on my bowling grind. Yeah. Ever since we got in the DNVR uh, yep. league, bolo. I um, was trying to explain to my barber yesterday like how much I hate losing. Uh-huh. You know, I was just like, dude, I've we got in like this company bowling league. I told everyone that I was good. Went out first time and just fell flat on my face and like 
I hated that so much that I went to the bowling alley by myself oh my God. to get my game back because I couldn't do that. Like I couldn't let that happen again. Then last time I went out, best score on the team. We got the dub. I was rolling it. And uh, yeah, that I, I, I truly love anything that involves competition um, as long as I am good enough at it to win. Yep, I feel that. <laughs> you have your own bowling ball too, don't you? I've had a I got a bowling ball for Christmas in sixth grade. I've had it ever wow, since. Wow, same one. Same one. Is it a buff bowling ball? No, it has like flames on it. <laughs> That's awesome. I get shit for it, and I'm just like, hey, I I throw flames. Uh, I I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> oh man, I do. One thing that I used to do a lot that I don't is anymore, and I really miss it is just hooping. Like, yeah, I have not played basketball in a minute, but I used to play every single day and I need to get back to it. David says, RK, you and Roderick Ward should bowl. He got big into bowling while at Southern Utah. What a fact. <laughs> That's amazing. I don't know but, how you found that. Yeah, maybe we can get him to join the squad because most people at this company suck ass at bowling. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't bowled in uh, in front of the company, so I abstain from any... <sighs> Bowling Henry criticism. was like talking shit about how he's a good bowler and then didn't even sign up to be on the team. I'm like, you're immediately disqualified. I'll talk that yeah. guy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else? All right. That was fun. That was a good one. We hit an hour today, too. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Prime Tracker will be out some point today. Sco Buffs. Sco Buffs. 